Hi guys, this is Vidas and Osha. Let's start episode 108 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. Today's question was sent by Andrew and he writes, Dear Vidas, thank you for your email, particularly since you must be very busy judging by all your posts. In reply to your question, I am currently working on the Franks finale and hoping to move on to Stanford's Reims from the second organ sonata, hopefully in time for Armistice Day 2018. I visited Reims last year. What do do I struggle with? Early fingering and ornamentation, particularly making early English music sound coherent and fluid. So, early English music, uh, that's probably John Bull, Yes. Uh, Redford, v- v- Thales, Bird. Bird, yes, these things. Uh, basically, uh, Fitzwilliam. Fitzwilliam. Original uh, book. Yes. Collection. Collection Wonderful is enormous. Collection, yes. It has gigantic two volumes. And uh, I don't even know how many hundreds of pieces there are from, from the time of, uh, of uh, before Persil, I think, the 16th century end of 16th century, late of late Renaissance, right? Also? Yes, and I think uh, this collection also includes music by Peter Swelling. Yes. Uh, the only one, I think, no, no, non-English composer. Exactly. So, all those wonderful English composers have a lot of um, passage work and, uh, and uh, runs with uh, each hand sometimes... Uh, and many, many ornamentation instances. Yes, you have to be a virtuoso to be able to play these pieces. But, of course, there is one also good side about this music. It almost don't have pedal. So you can play it not only on the organ, but also on the harpsichord and also on the clavichord or virginal. Exactly. Uh, this is... Uh, Virginal is a smaller version of, of the harpsichord, like a spinet. Yes, sort of. it's really small, tiny. Um, and it works well on the organ too, I would say. I yes. played uh, a few years ago an hour-long recital based on this collection, which was devoted for English composers. And I sort of liked it, uh, because then, of course, I had to figure out my registration because it's not written in the score because it's really not for the organ but uh, but uh, I had some imagination with this and our church organ in, at Vilnius University St. John's church was quite uh, uh, quite uh, colorful yes and what actually helped me to be able to play better earlier music actually was the clavichord. Actually, basically, the clavichord was that instrument that showed me how to really to play early music well. What's so uh, unique about the clavichord, Osha? Well, it's, it's sort of, it's an instrument that teaches you. Teaches you to yeah, you know, to use correct fingering. 
than to use right touch of a keyboard. And if you will be able to play a piece of music on the clavichord well, it will be, it will sound well on the organ too. Historical clavichords have shorter keys and very narrow keys, uh, and uh, the touch is so light, and it seems like an e it's in very easy to play, but it's not because you have to use all the big muscles of your back basically to to give some weight on the yes on the yes keys. and because it's different from the organ and harpsichord because on the organ or harpsichord you can make sound louder or softer only by adding or omitting stops but in well playing clavichord you can do actually dynamics just by touch yeah and remember you you can do vibrato Bebung, so-called Bebung. In German, Bebung, yes. yeah. Uh, by uh, gently pressing up and down the key, giving this uh, constant pressure up and down, up and down, and that's what uh, vibration comes from. Yes, and when playing on the clavichord, you understand what the meaning of early fingering is. Because it's impossible to play well on the clavichord early music while using you know, modern fingering. Exactly, so it's very well suited for, for English English music from the late Renaissance and early Baroque, especially because, uh, as, as we said, uh, the keys were very narrow, the touch is very light, but you have to avoid uh, thumb, glissandos. Yes, do position fingering. And by meaning, you know, position fingering, I meaning that you cannot use like a thumb under the under the um, uh, crossing the thumb. Yes. You mean yes. When you the when yes. you play a scale, for mm -hmm. example, from C to C, um, then we usually in modern fingering we do one, two, three, one, two, three, four. Right, so and this five on, the on the note F, we press with one, and this thumb is uh, goes under 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 your palm. Yes, and cross. So you cannot do that while playing early music. You have to keep positions yes. and shifting entire palm into new position. That's right, and also use a lot of the paired fingering. So if you are half passage with your right hand. Then the good fingers would be three four three four three four. Yes. If you are playing with your left hand, the good fingering would be two three two three two three. And it depends on on the region and the and the country. Sometimes one two one two with swelling, for example. But uh, I wouldn't worry too much about the difference between the countries. It's too advanced uh, detail. Uh, in general, use paired fingering for for passages that remind you of scale, yes. and keep position fingering for everything else. And if you don't have an access to an clavichord, so then practice on the harpsichord or practice it on the mechanical organ. Because if you only practice it on electrical organ or pneumatical organ, it will not do good for 
such a music as you know early English music. Well, yes, it's it will sound uh, unnatural for for these modern instruments and quite boring. I would yes, say. it will sound boring on the mm-hmm. pneumatical or no electric instrument. Exactly. So then another point is about ornamentation. Uh, which fingers do you like to ha- make ornaments with? Well, if I'm playing triller, let's say, with my right hand, I could do both either 2-3 three or 3-4. Three, it doesn't make much difference for me. Mm-hmm. And actually, with my left, I could do trill with 3-2 or 3-1, mm-hmm. sometimes even. Maybe not so often 3-4 with the left hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I could do it. For a long time I was amazed how you can do trill with 3 and 4 with your right hand. And I kind of avoided this myself. And only now I'm getting better with 3 and 4. My technique is getting better, I mean. Good. I'm glad to hear it. So, we're all making progress, right? Yes. So keep keep guys uh, practicing and slowly, especially on mechanical action instruments. And you know, if you are struggling with ornaments, I would suggest you to learn to play the piece without ornaments first. Because what I have encountered while working with other people or, you know, remembering the early age of my practice, that if I would try to play ornaments right away, I would never play them well. And I could never keep the steady tempo in the piece. Mm. So you need to learn your music right rhythmically without an ornament first. And then when you are you know, fluent with the music score, with all the musical text, then add ornament. Strange. I kind of forgot how I first learned uh, music. And nowadays I am learning uh, with ornaments, of course, everything at once. But uh, this is today, after, you know, 25 years of experience. Uh, So maybe other people will need to simplify things at first. And, you know, if there are some ornaments that you are not able to play well, then just avoid them. Because nobody ruins peace so well as no playing ornaments in a bad manner. Or, you know, too slow... Because we need to sound graceful via an ornaments. And no, if, if some of them are just too difficult for you, then just don't play them. That's my suggestion. Good, I agree. Uh, please, guys, uh, practice uh, like we suggest. It really makes difference in the long run. And keep sending us your questions. We love helping you grow. This was Vidas. And Osha. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.